Thank you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Her Portion Podcast. This is Hannah here, and I'm giving you the second episode on our topic for the month on fear. And as Courtney had already defined fear, I'm going to define it again in case you didn't get to hear it, but it is a painful emotion or passion excited by an expectation of evil or the apprehension of impending danger. Fear is accompanied with a desire to avoid or ward off the expected evil. So if you think about fear in this way, uh, can you relate to it? Is there anything that has made you afraid? So for example, some people are afraid of spiders. Some people are afraid of sharks. Some people are afraid of the dark. The list of fears could literally be never-ending, it seems. If you look up phobias, the fear of something, it's just it just goes on and on and on and on. When I was studying this, literally found that there's a phobia of um, bald people. There's people out there who are afraid of bald people. And <laughs> if that's you, I'm not making fun of you, but I'm just proving the point. There's a lot of fears out there. Um, the verse in second, the verse Second Timothy one seven will probably be mentioned by the other ladies as well. But I'm going to read it for you. It says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This is talking about the wrong kind of fear, the fear that I just defined in some examples that I gave. The Bible's telling us that that kind of fear did not come from God. So if there's a wrong kind of fear, does that mean that there is a right one? And the answer is a resounding yes. There is a right kind of fear. And that is mainly what we're talking about here in this episode. The Bible mentions fear over um, 500 times, but out of that 500 times, it's mostly referring to a good kind of fear. So what is that? That is the fear of the Lord. It's totally opposite from the previous fear that we just defined, like being afraid of things. It t- this is what it is defined, the fear of God. The fear of God is a holy awe or reverence of him and his laws, which springs from a just view in real love of the divine character, leading the subjects of it to hate and shun everything that can offend such a holy being and inclining them to aim at perfect obedience. That was a long definition. And in short, what it means is basically the fear of the Lord is recognizing that he is holy and perfect and because of that as his child and as out of love towards him it pushes us and urges us to have a perfect obedience and creates in us a want to live to never um, do or say anything that would be disrespectful to him so an example a small example could be determining i'm not going to use god's name in vain because I know the Bible talks against that, and I would never want to say anything disrespectful to a holy God. 
that's a small example, but um, it goes perfectly and is exactly what we're talking about. So the fear of the Lord is not saying, oh, God is sitting up in heaven and he's going to strike me dead. Um, and I'm just so terrified of him that I can't even talk to him and I just can't live for him because he's terrifying. <laughs> That's not what the fear of the Lord is. Um, it's just, it's basically like a child wanting to obey their parents, um, out of a good fear, not fear that their parents going to, you know, beat them to a pulp, but fear that first of all, there will be consequences for doing wrong if they disobey and also because they love their parents. So I hope that makes sense. Um, and I want to ask us today, are we living, are you living in the right kind of fear? Who do you fear the most in your life? Are you fearing the things of this world? Are you fearing man more than you are fearing God? And um, when we fear man, we are constantly left feeling empty and wanting, and we have often confusion and no peace. But when we fear the Lord, we have peace regardless of our circumstances. We have peace even though we can't explain why we have peace. And um, we are just at a place of comfort knowing and trusting that the Lord is in control. So an example of the wrong kind of fear is not telling others about Jesus simply because of being afraid of what they will think, how they'll respond, or even just being rejected. That is an example of the wrong kind of fear. When we do that, it causes us to disobey God. You'll often find that living in the fear of man and in the fear of this world causes us to disobey God while the opposite is true for the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord pushes us to obey God. It says, even though I'm scared of what people will think, I fear God more, and so I'm going to do what he told me to do. And when we do that, when we push ourselves to obey God, even though we're a little bit scared, <laughs> um, that obedience God will reward, and also He will, uh, we will trust Him more for the next time. So, why have we become a people that are so driven and motivated by our fear, our fear of man in this world? And the answer sounds simple, but really it's not. It's we fear man more than we fear God. We've talked about the definition of the right kind of fear, which is the fear of the Lord. But how can we obtain that? You know, maybe we recognize that, okay, yeah, I'm living in the fear of man right now. And um, it's consuming, overwhelming, and confusing and miserable. But what do I do? You know, how do I how do I step out of that and live in the right kind of fear? I found the answer to be in these four verses. Mark twelve thirty says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. And pausing to say that fear is often a mind issue, right? It's something we allow ourselves to dwell on. 
And continuing the verse, and with all thy strength, this is the first commandment. The second verse, 1 John 4.18, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. And then the third verse, John 14.15, If ye love me, keep my commandments. And then lastly, Ecclesiastes 12.13, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. So the first commandment is that we would love God with all of our being. That means every area, down, even down to our thoughts. When we have a perfect love, meaning it's complete in Christ, perfect not meaning without error, it is then that we have the absence of fear. We know that we love God and he knows that we love him when we keep his commandments, when we obey him. And then lastly, Ecclesiastes tells us it's the whole duty of man to fear God. That's a pretty big deal. It is our love for God that will cast out fear. It is our love for God that will push us to obey him. And in return, that shows him that we love him. Um, The reason that we do not obey God is because we do not know him. Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And God wasn't talking about a lack of knowledge and knowing that God was there. He was talking about a personal knowledge, a personal relationship with him. Psalm 11 says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? We live in fear because we do not live in faith. We do not live in faith because we do not live to know God. We live our Christian lives to get by. And all the while we're going through it so empty when God has so much more for us ready and available. But it's up to us if we want to choose that. We were made for so much more than to live an empty fear of man filled life. Fear of God does not have to be all about discipline it's really about love it's our love that causes us to obey god and have that kind of fear towards him colossians tells us that in him all fullness should dwell we are only going to find fulfillment in christ we cannot find fulfillment in going to extreme measures to control the fears that we have in this world sometimes we need to step back and realize and say wow I'm really living my life controlled by the fear of this world, the fear of man, and I need to just let go. I need to let go and let God take over. I know that's hard to do, and I've been there at different times in my life, but wow, the peace of God sure does surpass by far living every day in a state of constant worry and fear. So lastly, Psalm 56, 3 and 4 says this, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. It is by God's word that you and I learn what he expects of us. It is by God's word and prayer that we have a true relationship with him, one where we get to know him personally. When we do this, we are protecting ourselves from falling into the torment that fear brings. We are protecting ourselves 
from being susceptible to that misery and we are choosing to walk in the peace that God so freely offers and gives that can only be found at his feet. So I just want to ask you again, what are you fearful about today? Who are you fearing? Are you living, striving to fear the Lord, to trust in him, to obey him? Or are you living in fear of this world, in fear of man? If your answer is the latter, then I would encourage you to take a moment and pray and ask God to help you to start walking in the fear of the Lord. I promise you there's so much peace that awaits you and it is so worth it. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.